0: Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. It's Road to War for the Planet of the Apes. Join us as we argue and celebrate our way to the rebooted Planet of the Apes trilogy finale. This week's episode, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Along the way you'll get spoilers for Rise of the Planet of the Apes as well as the original Planet of the Apes and Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes reboot, Forrest Gump, and The Terminator. The year is 2011. I'm, I'm telling y'all a story, by the way. And by y'all, I mean the panel that's here on the show and the listener. Okay? so everybody. Yeah, everyone, <laughs> everyone within earshot around the world. The year is 2011, and a uh, uh, rebooted uh, Planet of the Apes movie is about to be released to theaters. Now, I was traveling at the time, and a friend of mine who is an enthusi- a science fiction enthusiast says to me, he says, well, if we're going to watch that, we have to put in the work. At this point, the only Planet of the Apes film I had ever seen was the Tim Burton version. That's the one with um, Marky Mark? Marky Mark. Yeah. Yeah. So I says, hey, I appreciate it, you know, doing the work, movie history, all that stuff. Planet of the Apes. It's a thing, right? Charlton Heston. Charlton Heston. So he reaches into his bag. We're traveling. He reaches into his bag and pulls out (laughs) a Blu-ray box set of the entire... He's like, I thought this might happen, so I brought this. (laughs) His name is Peter Rollo. He's been on the show a few times. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> he says, everyone sit down. We're going to watch all seven <laughs> tonight before we go see Rise of the Planet of the Apes, the reboot, tomorrow in theaters.
1: Wait, too, like two night? Like back to back?
0: Yeah. So we said- it's oh, too many oh, movies. Wait, okay. No, there's only six. No, because there's- Marky Mark. Oh, five. Five. And, and then Tim Burton's. Yeah. So we did. We watched- Planet of the Apes, Beneath the Planet of the Apes, and then Battle for the Planet of the Apes, and Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, oh. and Return to the Planet of the Apes, and then the Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes, and I'm saying them all wrong, but So
2: the the yeah. first one what came out in
0: sixty three, sixty four? I don't know. You want me to fact that one? Fact yeah. check that one for you? Yeah, yeah.
2: Sixty seven. Is that your guess? Does yeah. anyone else want to put in a,
0: a pool for sixty eight sixty five? Mike, what do you think? This is our way of saying who's on the show. Yeah, 70. Who had 68? I did. Patrick uh, did. You win. I win. You win. Hey, Tyler there owes me go. a burrito. You win. Uh, so we sat down and we watched all of them back to back. And by back to back, I mean as soon as one was finished with the credits, we took out that Blu-ray and put in the next one and hit play. No one – we didn't even have breaks or anything.
2: Yeah, but yeah. movies in 67 were what, like 60 minutes long?
0: <laughs> no, it was – it was pretty. It felt like it, felt like they were very. long The original <laughs> is an hour and fifty-two minutes. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um, and then they got longer. If they felt longer after that, so I'll say this. Because they're not good. The original was great. It was actually a really sh- still strong and engaging science fiction movie. Really enjoyed it, and I thought, wow, this is gonna be a blast. From there on, it sucked. It absolutely sucked. Uh, I mean, just awful. And I seem to have remembered the Tim Burton version being like not as bad as the world thought it was. But boy, was I wrong! That thing was just wretched. I mean, <laughs> abysmal.
2: They tried re just they just tried to redo the original one, didn't they? Sorta, of, yeah. But yeah, like with mostly. a few
0: new twists on it. Yeah, but, but it still right? had didn't
2: it still have the same Charlton Heston twist where he was on the beach and he's shouting no. No. no, no, that's no. not in there. Oh, I'm not but remembering an it at all. At
1: all. Yeah. The Gorilla Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Stop. all the cops, the Gorilla Cops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then
0: uh, <laughs> everyone was confused. Like, uh, I remember leaving that theater and everyone trying to put in their two cents on what they think happened. <laughs> so, oh, he, he somehow happened to hit a parallel universe where it was like modern day ape takeover. And, and no one really knew. And since then, Tim Burton himself has said, I don't know. <laughs> didn't the, uh, I feel
1: like the the DVD for that movie came with like an infographic to explain whatever time warp <laughs> he went through. I don't know why we'll to fact check that. I'm pretty sure that happened, though, because yeah. no one understood what was going on.
0: It was utterly bizarre. Yeah. But at the time, that was Rick Baker's makeup effects. And he was so excited having been inspired by the makeup effects like the were really good. Planet of the Apes. Yeah. yeah. I didn't like them
2: okay humans <laughs> dressing up as apes so not I'm convincing not, natural. <laughs> not <Yeah>. convincing <laughs> get some real apes like they did for the reboots <laughs>
0: well <laughs> it had uh you know they they did the variety of apes rather than those like latex mouthpieces that everyone had in the original there's yeah. <laughs> paul giamani was like an orangutan and uh there was the michael clark duncan was a gorilla and uh Who's the gentleman from The inc- the, in- the Abomination from The Incredible Tim Holton? Roth. Tim Roth, yeah. He was that evil chimp. And then Marky Mark was kissing on Tim Burton's ape wife at the end of the movie. and It's just a real strange <laughs> thing, which <it> also <laughs> happens in the original. He does kiss yeah. the ape at the end of the original. Yeah. So all that to say, we're sitting around watching hours and hours and hours of Planet of the Apes. And I'm thinking, well, I got a lot of apes on my mind now. We might as well go see <laughs> this new one. Uh, sure <laughs> apes <on> <laughs> sure yeah what do you what do you want to do after watching all of those movies yeah, we might go see well, another one we might as well go see some more uh, and then wait this story continues <laughs> yeah. so we go Good into morning. the theater and there's these uh, a couple of gentlemen just making a, a ruckus behind us were they ruckus. knuckleheads? were
2: they LARPing cosplayers were they dressed as apes? No, no. Oh, does no, it turn no, out no, that
0: there no. were apes in like human clothing? No, they were wow. just. <laughs> no, that would have been great. That would have been a great twist. Yeah. <laughs> they were just knuckleheads. As I All recall, right. there was a trailer for a shark attack movie, and uh, and they had the obligatory like underwater camera drifting upward to the you know the woman in a uh, raft or something like that. You know, like the Jaws angle of like legs, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh booty booty, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they I were thought, right though. That's I'd, what was on the screen. Yeah, I thought this can't this can't possibly work. Yeah So I got up I got up and left But everyone else stayed <laughs> And uh They gave me Two free tickets They said You know what Here Here's a ticket For tomorrow's showing And here's another one On us Because you were disturbed And I said Well thank you very much You know Whatever chain it was The rest of the guys Stayed and watched it Apparently the guy Got quiet when the movie Came on <laughs> But I got two tickets Out of it I used the second one To see the switch starring Ryan Reynolds And Jason Bateman yeah. That's the end of the story yeah. <laughs> So, tonight on the show, <laughs> we have Josiah DePauli in the, in the house. Hey, I'm back. Hey, what the heck was the last show you were on? Oh, gosh. I Pixar? Was it all the it way back to Pixar? <laughs> Pixar? Man, that was quite a spell ago. Yeah. The longest episode ever. He loves The Incredibles. It's <laughs> yeah. true. Man, loves The Incredibles. you Spoiler still moment. love The Incredibles? I do. Like, okay. You stick to your list? Yeah, now more than ever Okay. Why? Did you see Cars 3? No <laughs>
1: We saw Wonder Woman
0: instead <laughs> You're just uh, going to go ahead and assume that Cars 3 is at the bottom <laughs> No oh, That's, right, that's yeah. right, he was the Cars uh, apologist Yeah, yeah.
2: Incredibles oh. 2, right? Coming soon
1: Yeah it's tr- That's tr- what will happen <laughs> <laughs> Will the Underminer show up? We don't know <laughs>
2: yeah. Will the kids be grown up? I don't know Will they have age or is it going to be like The Simpsons I'm where they just sure. don't I don't know don't what we're
1: age. walking into, it's going to be great yeah. Number two movie probably
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: Great.
3: You're going in pure? Yeah. Great. Okay, good. Patrick's on the show. I'm here. I don't think he's going to go in pure. That's not the Josiah the way. Let's get real. In, in fact, uh, so we,
0: we just did an episode about trailers in which I used Josiah as a, a, a illustration several mm-hmm. times about mm-hmm. his lack of purity and yep. how I go to him to say,
1: how spoilery <laughs> is
0: the trailer? You know. <laughs>
2: Do you have a defense for
0: whoring around with all these trailers? No,
1: I'm just... I just stand in the gap, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you're,
0: right th- man. you're right, there with Mike. He was he was advocating for lazy advocate for trailers.
2: You two walk the line, but it's you're falling. Yeah,
1: sometimes yeah. it pays off. Sometimes
4: it hurts. Yeah.
1: There's yeah. a cost. Yeah, yeah. I
4: think I'm gonna convert though. I've <gasps> yeah, we'll see. Nah,
0: we'll <laughs> see. Okay, all right. <laughs> Tyler is obviously hey here. hey hey. That hey. Did Did <laughs> <gotta do> it? <laughs>
2: just an acknowledgement.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, he's he's mostly here most of the time. Abby. I'm here. Is here on the show. And then Mike, as, as we just mentioned. Right. And I'm Josh. So now the story goes forward. Go and see uh, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. And people, I got to tell you, at that time, and still to this day, uh, I was amazed by how much I loved Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Having... Not been a huge familiar fan with the franchise, but getting to know it in a crash course right before I was seeing that movie, I was like, "Wow, this movie's really incredible." The visual effects are uh, astounding, uh, and the you know the motion capture, all that stuff was. And those apes were great actors. Those apes were so how'd, how'd they get all those
3: animals? apes to just. Because PETA is going to be mad at them Yeah. <laughs> using all those apes. When
0: well, that behind the scenes footage leaks of what they must have had to do to those apes. <laughs> A lot of bananas. So. <laughs> I, I <well> noticed. <laughs> the reason that we're getting into the oh, uh, Planet of the Apes reboot trilogy is because very soon, War for the Planet of the Apes is coming out. And as we said on the show several times, several of us are most excited. War for the Planet of the Apes and thought that it would be fun to sort of retread the trilogy. So I thought it would be fun to go around the circle here and, and have everyone say what their experience was. First time around with Rise of the Planet of the Apes starring James Franco and Andy Serkis.
2: James Josiah. Franco. Mm-hmm.
1: James Franco. Uh, here's my experience. I saw all the, saw the trailers, the posters, all that kind of stuff, and this was... I feel like it was during the height of kind of like the zombie craze in like 2011. I think that's probably fair. And to me, it looked like they just were trying to make a zombie movie with monkeys. And I said, this looks like garbage. Based on the trailer? Based on like trailers, posters, just like ads I saw around. So
2: you're talking just how monkeys are fighting humans at the end of there?
3: No, those trailers made it seem more scary than the movie turned out to be, I feel like.
2: Right, There's so I, like I guess the, the I'm trying to figure out the zombie aspect. What? The, so That's a good just, question. Is it, it, it just like the? Is this just like the Golden Gate Golden Gate Bridge showdown? It was mostly
1: like the, the Golden Gate Bridge scene, and there was a lot of like the like the shadows in the trees when they're okay. all heading that way towards the end. Yeah, of the it movie. was like
0: an unstoppable horde overtaking humanity. in yeah, exactly. the Ooh. shot in the
3: trailer where it shows him standing over their bed? Yeah, out of context, it was yeah. so scary. Yeah, yes. so it
1: looks like some sort of weird invasion zombie movie with monkeys and i was like this is we don't need another reboot i'm i'm done with this and then i had a friend uh via twitter just start freaking out about this movie he says it's so good and i'm like there's there's no way and then he goes and sees it like a second time in theaters i'm like i get, i messaged him and i was like are you are you serious like is this actually good are you like joking around right now he's like yes this movie is incredible but by that time it was out of, out of theaters so i had to wait till it came out on video um, but then I watched it and it was great.
2: <laughs> the long road to actually yeah, it seeing really it was, yeah,
1: it was a, it was kind of a, a John Wick or like a Kung Fu Panda experience. Both movies I thought <laughs> would just be rubbish, and were actually pretty fun. Yeah, so, it's a regular John I Wick. I still haven't seen yeah. John Wick, so go ahead and John Wick is that the that one where complaints. Jack
2: Black is fighting yeah crime.
1: That is the one. Yes. No. No, that's not Seth it, Tyler. Rogen and <laughs> Oh John Wick. Is this where Keanu is <laughs> yeah. a
0: cartoon panda? Yeah, it is. No, no, no. You're confusing them again. <laughs> yeah. Confusing uh, them. It. Oh, it's he's gag. kidding. <sighs> it's a gag. Yeah. So you you went in you were a skeptic I was. Convinced by someone who had themselves become convinced by seeing the movie and eventually you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. And I think he I don't remember incredibly clearly, but I think he just kind of like had one of those experiences where he had nothing to do for a weekend and like wandered into the theater and just kind of randomly picked apes and then just freaked out about it. So he that ran, was it.
2: He randomly That's picked it? Yeah, really random. I've never been to a theater and I just randomly chose a movie. Oh, you should try it. I've always just n- known what I'm going to go see. Okay. I'm too aware. I can't. I can't yeah, I'm too <laughs> Who just I mean, walks into a theater and doesn't know what's
0: playing? Uh, well, uh, well not, n- I couldn't do it anymore, but there was a time... Uh, a season of life where we had a friend working in a theater that would say, If you show up, I'll get you in. So we'd just go like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and say, What's left? This? Never heard of it. Well, we're about to see it. Yep. It was fun.
1: All right. What did you see during that period of time? I'm glad you asked, Josiah. <laughs>
0: yeah. The year was 1996 now, but I did see uh, The Others starring Nicole Kidman, mm-hmm. and I had no idea what that could possibly be. Didn't even know it was supposed to be a horror film, so I was quite scared. I also saw The Royal Tenenbaums having only at that point seen Rushmore, I think, and uh, that was all I knew it was like the guy who made Rushmore, and I was like, oh, man. And then I sat down and I was like, wow, this is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. So back to apes. Patrick, what did you think of Rise of <laughs> the Planet of the Apes? Uh, sometimes people say that the their complaint about our podcast is that it's a little too uh, chaotic.
2: The conversation
0: meanders. Yeah, yeah. We don't even have Bethany to blame it on. No, yeah,
3: it's a conversational thing. If you want the true uh, gems of the conversation, you have to go with us everywhere yeah.
0: to get there. You know, yeah, you, have right. you have to stick
2: to it. Eventually, we'll circle back to Schwarzenegger.
1: We Yeah. <laughs> go listen Hang to npr there. if you want something yeah, <laughs> boring right? did you know
2: that schwarzenegger was the mocap for the gorilla in this
4: no
1: yeah it's but not i could
2: true. tell
3: because the, the gorilla is pretty buff
2: yeah uh-huh, and right. he got to the chopper yeah
0: wow <laughs> did,
3: oh,
1: <heaven>. did, how <laughs> long did you have that in your head no that just came you out of nowhere that up? that's good i didn't huh? set that up how did you think if that, that up earlier no yeah, yeah.
2: that was just in life, <laughs> that's good no, that, that was natural, organic. Mm-hmm. He's Let got it share, written
3: down hey, on a napkin in front of him. A <laughs> whole <Well, laughs> <all the laughs> list of Schwarzenegger jokes. <laughs> I'm excited to hear them. Let me share my experience okay. for Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I was sitting with Josh and Peter as we watched the six movies leading into it, and they were rough. And then uh, I went and saw this one, and I sat in the theater when Josh left, and we said, hey, can you be quiet? And the guy turned around and looked at us and said, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. And he was quiet. So he watched the movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he said, let me share my
2: candy with all of you. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: Can He's I great. get you anything? Popcorn. And here's two free And he, he handed him <laughs> gift certificates.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. And this is one of those times, I was excited to see the movie, a little burnt on apes at the moment from watching all the apes. But uh, this is a great movie. And it seemed like it just kept getting cooler and cooler as it went. All the little details were just fabulous. So I love the movie. Still love the movie. I think it holds up. Tyler, I've uh, I've seen the
2: Charlton Heston one, the original. I've seen the Marky Mark version, but I, ha- I clearly don't remember it very well. You don't. Need and no I <laughs> and I did not care about either of them. in The slide distance. Even when I was watching them, I was just so bored and uninterested. Not When did you see classic? that Charlton
3: Heston one last?
2: It's been a long, long time. No. I might have seen it on TBS. Yes. Who knows? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's yeah. <not> <laughs> there we are. Uh, playing the so, movies bingo. So. Right <laughs> <laughs> So when James Franco and the Apes came out, I just didn't care. I didn't go see it in theaters. I didn't care. Even people telling me it was good, I was like, oh, whatever.
0: But you did have people telling you it was good?
2: If they did, I didn't care. (laughs) I was unconvinced. I did see it on Blu-ray years after, and I enjoyed it. It's a far superior version to the Apes (laughs) 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 films. But what... uh, it's not even necessarily just the content it's just strong movie making all around the the thoughtfulness of the set and the and the characters and the framing and the script it's all
0: very strong movie making yeah. I was really impressed yeah it's a really entertaining compelling movie from yeah. start to finish Abby Abigail Burrs
5: mm-hmm.
0: what the heck do you think about Rise of the Planet of the Apes
5: uh I liked it a lot, I guess. I'm most similar to Tyler in that I definitely did not see it in theaters. Don't even remember when it came out, but I'm assuming we watched it together at one point.
0: Yeah, we did. I bought it, and I said, you have have to see this to believe it. Yeah, I don't know know if I was super excited. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I said, apes get smart. You'll never (laughs) believe what happens.
5: Uh I don't know if I'd ever even heard of these kinds of movies. <laughs> but it was really good. <laughs> I G-
0: Genre movies? Science <laughs> fiction? <What? laughs> like blockbusters? Monkeys. Where
5: monkeys are <laughs> <analogies>? smart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about Dunstan
2: Checks In? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about Curious George? Is one Matt LeBlanc? Yeah, I was trying to remember <laughs> <Yeah>. that one <laughs> Ed. 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 Everyone remembers that. Uh, oh, that
0: movie sucked. What about Outbreak? Yeah, what about Outbreak? Congo? He's not, he's not smart. He's just kind problematic. Yeah, Congo. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Amy. Amy, good gorilla. Just name a monkey. <laughs> 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 Guys, this is offensive. They're not
1: monkeys. These are Apes. all ape
0: movies we're talking about. Oh well,
1: no! My science teacher in eighth grade yelled at me because of that. Oh, man. Yeah. Clearly,
0: now you're just trying to
1: defy him. Yeah, I'm really... <laughs> <Ashing> out.
5: <laughs> i don't know it was a really good movie i when you just say and have no context that these are you know made a remake of old movies It's like yeah these apes are a science experiment it is kind of like a zombie movie really some infection spreads mm-hmm. right
3: See? So yeah. the, the the
2: closing credits are a zombie movie. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah I'll give
0: you that.
1: There's uh, a canister
3: uh, in there. Yeah, <laughs> there's a canister. Yeah,
0: like Ninja Turtles.
5: Those are really I I really like them. I like the it's uh, it kind of goes through all kinds of themes. You it know, goes through all kinds sci-fi? of themes.
0: Sure, yeah, yeah. There's some character in there.
5: There's characters.
0: Character, you know, in the as a concept. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Jensen. Yeah i remember uh texting you and saying you should go see this movie it's really good i don't even remember why i would have felt compa- i was a prof i was a evangelist for rise of the planet <laughs> and then you said i don't know man i don't know and then eventually he texted me and said i saw it but i have a major complaint and i said what's the complaint and he said, they absolutely ripped off Forrest Gump. <laughs> and I said, I still say that. I I still said what that. on earth are you talking about? And he said, the, sc- <laughs> the scene where Caesar is embracing the, f- the felled gorilla, weeping and dying in his arms, having been shot to death, is clearly meant to be like Forrest and Baba. Yeah, frame, on for frame. The, frame for on frame. Frame for frame. Of <laughs> Vietnam.
4: You should have that as the picture of this episode. (laughs) Side by side, you decide. For sure. So aside
0: from that, what did you think of Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Uh,
4: I I thought it was really good. I think that um, I had to kind of sit with it after watching it because I didn't really like Franco, but he didn't bother Mm -hmm. me so much. But I saw it with uh, my wife who was extremely disturbed with the realistic looking um, animals she was she had a problem with it in what way like they were she just couldn't she you know like he's watching a movie and you know it's like a character and it's not supposed to be real and you get attached to them but she just felt like really distraught when seeing some of them get hurt and stuff and i was <laughs> like you know like anyway so like it did make a negative impact getting out of theater I was like I was pumped ready to go to you know I don't get a burger or something and she's like bombed I'm like oh
2: she's worried about the CG apes
3: (laughs) no
4: she was just like I can't do that again so now I have this secret life where I have to go see these movies on my own Mm. does she know you're here now worried about I told her I was out somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) she's too attached to the apes
2: it's like mighty Joe Young
3: It's still going <laughs> <laughs> you know King it's in- interesting
0: uh, revisiting Rise of the Planet of the Apes a couple things stand out to you now in the difference between 2011 and uh, I haven't seen a trailer for War for the Planet of the Apes but we got together and uh, some of us watched um, Rise and Dawn back to back and you can see a clear jump forward in the technology of visual effects not to say that the CG in Rise is flawed in fact in some scenes it's, it's still photorealistic Mm-hmm. But there are moments where it's the, the fact that it's a trick actually shows up on camera.
2: Yeah, I think that uh, you can tell they're not real apes uh, from the very beginning scene where they're running through the jungle. They didn't get the running part right. It's just, once they get these apes moving too much, it's, you can you can start to see that it's not quite right. But if you get these apes looking you in the eye and acting all dramatic and talking to you being all emotional then yeah it's pretty convincing
0: they have a hard time swinging around but they can emote (laughs) just fine yeah yeah you know what else didn't
1: use real monkeys was Jumanji yeah. yeah. Little known fact. fact. <laughs> this is,
2: <a laughs> this is an improvement. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is a big
0: improvement from Jumanji. <laughs> little known fact, those monkeys in Jumanji were not real monkeys. Yeah. yeah.
2: Who's well, I always forget his name, but I love him so much. The uh Robin the guy who, No, the guy who plays <laughs> the cop in that David Allen Greer. David Allen Greer. He's so great. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah. Who can do the best David Allen Greer <laughs> impression? I'm not I'm, even going to venture an attempt. Not me. Man, I would I'm not I'm not going to try
3: <laughs> but I would love to hear it. I like this though. Let's come back around, let's give our best Caesar impressions in a minute.
0: See okay. who does the best. So one one thing that stands out is is at that time it seemed like a clear I don't want to compare it to like, you know, a Jurassic Park game changer of C G, but it did feel like oh, wow, uh, this is very convincing, mm-hmm. very, very convincing, and in fact, mm-hmm. freakishly so, uh, even if the strings were showing, so to speak, from time yeah, to time. Yeah, and
3: I think it, it is kind of a game-changer because even when it was flawed after that, you couldn't look at movies the same way because if it didn't at least hold to that standard, you're like, apes look so much better yeah. than us, what's the problem? <laughs> and even now when we're watching movies, you're like, no, this is not as good as apes. Like apes we're is the new standard. Yeah, we're making fun of Alien Covenant the other day because it was like it doesn't
0: look as good as apes. There's no yeah, excuse. we've been doing it for <laughs> as long as this podcast has existed. Yeah. <laughs> Why can they make a photorealistic yeah. ape? <laughs> it's an excellent question. And that xenomorph looks like a Sega game. Yeah. <laughs> but the you know the something that we talked about during our whole road to Terminator Genesis thing was that you know these great concepts of science fiction. Uh, distilled down to the bare bones concept lend themselves to new interpretations and storytelling over and over again and so we were kind of scratching our heads and going so why in the world can't we get another good Terminator story if you just take the very simple premise of the Terminator concept it's very interesting and there's lots of things in theory you could mine out of that so the very
2: simple premise of Terminator is the effects of time travel and what the emotions of a robot yeah, eventually. well
0: the the idea that eventually uh, machines become self-aware and right. and go to war with humanity. So then
2: how would you simplify
0: yeah. the the plot to apes that uh at some point uh, humanity has fallen and a race of evolved humanoid apes has replaced them and enslaved the remaining <laughs> humans. So it's it's about
2: yeah, I, I, I f- Probably even simpler, it's about how there's humanity in apes and there's primitiveness in humans,
0: yeah, 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 so it's like an interesting role reversal in the you know exploration of what makes a person a person and the good and bad of humanity, all that stuff, yeah, and obviously it was interesting enough to lend itself t- toward a franchise originally because after the sixty eight movie, four sequels followed, including a Tim Burton remake um so, by the time the reboot comes around in two thousand eleven uh Planet of the Apes is a is a household name, whether you've seen the movie or not. It's so right. embedded in pop culture that everyone knows what Planet of the Apes is, even if they don't know how to describe the movie. I mean growing up, my grandpa had a Planet of the Apes trash can in his house for some reason What? <laughs> what? Yeah, like one, like a uh, an actual waste bin with was what with what on it Charles Heston Yeah, it was like Charles Heston and characters from the original Doctor right. horses. And Yeah, riding on horses, (laughs) and it just said "Planet of the Apes." (laughs) Sure, all right, Uh, because apparently it was the thing. It was like a you know pop culture. It's
5: probably free from McDonald's.
0: I don't know if McDonald's (laughs) gave away free trash cans. (laughs) (laughs) Here's your quarter In 1968. Here's (laughs) Here's the trash can you throw (laughs) up in. (laughs) Uh, So the interesting thing about Rise of the Planet of the Apes is if someone was behind the scenes trading conversations at you know the studio and saying well yeah, it's just a really rich concept full of s- potential stories blah 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 we want to make more money by exploiting a popular brand the actual effect was successful they did mine out a very interesting story arguably a story more interesting than yeah. the original planet of the apes yes uh, from That's that true. concept mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I think that uh, they did successfully um, create a story that face the makes that makes you live in that tension between who who are you rooting for here, the the apes who are es- essentially the the oppressed and deserve to have some rights, or the humans who are the oppressors and we have <laughs> clearly are identifying with most, <laughs> right. So it's it's kind of like uh it's kind of a weird state to be in. You don't know who you're rooting for. You want the the good humans obviously to coexist with the
0: good apes, but there's bad, there's good and bad on both sides, so it's it's kind of a whole big mess. Yeah, and the 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 James Franco character who is flawed but essentially a good guy and he cares for Caesar but has done bad things. Yeah, he's just reckless.
3: he's just trying to save his dad's life. It's
2: it's just a lot also about ignorance and being reckless, yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: it's like the, the like a Michael Crichton, you know, the hubris of man and like playing God and right. there's a whole conversation between Franco's character and the veterinarian he dates where she argues that some some things can't be changed, you're meddling in things that shouldn't be meddled with. When she discovers that he's made Caesar <laughs> into a super ape. Uh, but then th- that's the other thing is that now it's, it's funny to laugh about it. And I would have people uh, ask about our enthusiasm for Rise of the Planet. They have to say, like, yeah, but isn't it about, like, a smart monkey? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, well, if
4: you say it like that, it
0: sounds silly. But the movie takes itself very seriously uh-huh. and completely delivers on its seriousness from start to finish. In fact, the, the tension of the movie builds to this moment. Where Caesar speaks for the first time, he says a single word, and it's it's chilling. It's like it uh, it delivers with such effectiveness that if you were telling somebody, and then at one point he yells (laughs) and says a word, (laughs) they'd be like, "What?" (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but
3: there's so many moments of that. They push a fence down and they pull the poles off. Now they're spears and they're throwing spears at cars, and it's great.
2: Yeah, Yeah, they those apes really get wild. (laughs) They sure do. But uh. But what's interesting about that moment when Caesar speaks is that a lot of the subtleties of the movie um, show the dichotomy of man being sophisticated and civilized, and the apes being primitive. But but there's a lot of role reversal at the same time. And this, as they as they even exist in their sophistication, they're also barbaric in their cruelty. And so in that moment when um, Caesar speaks, that that other um, ape sanctuary employee becomes the the primal beast. He gets locked in a cage, and he's laying on the ground. I think they even cast a guy who looks <laughs> kind of like a monkey, and and he's just he's 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 defenseless. You know, he's at the mercy of these apes, and he he's saying he spoke, he spoke, and it's like he 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 himself is reversed roles.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and the even that element of the 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 thread of the story that builds to the Caesar saying a word, where your Caesar has a, a really developed arc as a character. He starts as an ordinary chimpanzee by all intents and purposes. Even though the audience has realized, the audience realizes that maybe he's you know been passed on this brain-enhancing drug. He's got green eyes because he's got green eyes and like a. Birthmark or something. That's what they
2: have to do with these apes is give them identifying marks yeah. so they can keep yeah. up. We get why it's there, but yeah. it's <laughs> helpful.
0: <laughs> and uh, and then we watch him go from this domesticated house family chimp that's sort of helpless and relies on Franco and John Lithgow's character um, to finding himself in an environment with ruthless, primitive chimpanzees and gorillas and apes. And he becomes the leader of men amongst them. Yeah. Uh, compassionate and kind. His mission is to liberate the apes, yeah. right? And uh, in that, he goes from this character that we root for because we we're worried about him. You know, like the the one who gets yelled at by the neighbor and cowers in Franco's arms, and I hate that neighbor. And signs things he like "What? What is this?" He is did season? bite his finger off. <laughs> did it come off, after, or did he just, just only after he attacked? He assaulted. John Lithgow's character, the four yeah, guy. He
3: was trying to steal his sweet car, if you remember. Uh, yeah, yeah remember he was maybe. wrecking
0: it back and forth.
3: Did
4: they have three incidents, or was it just. Well, the, f- three? The, f- the
2: first one, he was swinging a bat, the neighbor was swinging a bat at yeah. Caesar
4: because he was trying to ride in the a bike. Garage or, yeah. yeah. Was there a third, or, or a middle one, or was it. The Doesn't he get caught on? Yeah, he he's Not the
3: spreads Caesar. the virus. Oh yeah,
1: oh, yeah. yeah. the guy yeah. shows up. Yeah, he's they wearing make, his they nice they make us, Yeah, so he has <laughs> three times. The, the,
2: the chimpanzee handler shows up sick and it coughs on in him. The, in the Sneezes. beginning, he's wearing
1: like the like sweatshirt with like the yep. sleeves cut off or yep. whatever. Like yeah. He's finally turned his life around and he shows up like, all right, this is it. This is where I get serious. Yeah. One job <laughs> they make sure
0: we hate him nice and good before yeah. they yeah. the. The chimp handler coughs blood in his face. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like,
0: well, that's probably a bad sign. Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> th- what you're describing about the story, I actually r- really respect how well they filled all the plot holes. They they created a very plausible storyline that leads to a very significant chain of events that essentially <laughs> extincts the human Uh-oh. race. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
3: Okay. Let's see. let's hear it then.
2: <laughs> so, this is this is great. I would love for you to s- try and point out any plot holes that like yeah, you think this is a plot hole i yeah. have no idea
1: how james franco stays employed throughout any of this movie seeing as how it opens with him like giving his like big speech to the investors and starts yeah. with like, like a, a killer
0: champ flies through the head. window and
1: then yeah but they
2: they him. at the end of that scene they said you're lucky you still have a job yeah he said i know
3: why
1: <laughs> because he
2: was he was the leading were, scientist he know,
1: was but if you're at a normal company it would probably be like okay it's probably Time for you to go. No, yeah, uh, he was the leading know. scientist.
0: They're That's not a plot him. hole. That's a nitpick because yeah. he had he had developed going. a drug that clearly made monkeys smarter. Yeah, and he was the one who developed it. Yeah. So, so the he did. Would just take it and fire. <laughs> he got punished, but they need him to yeah. continue development no. on those Because he drugs. said
1: start from the beginning. And so yeah. that would make sense. Go back
3: to, to molecular. Yeah. 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 And then he like they need steals
1: him. it and tests it on his dad, and like tells the company, and they're still like, no, eh, okay. no, they tell but they. But he, he tells, tells him the, later
2: in the well, years yeah, later, later it's, in it's, the movie.
1: And why he's been there for like years after continuing his to work, getting shot to death,
2: keeping, keeping his head low after that know, scene with the brink out security, chip. I guess. And he, so, he doesn't. Yeah, he, he
0: does. He doesn't just tell him that he stole the drug and tested it illegally. He says, and it works, and he got smarter. Yeah. Intelligence then, enhancement. Then this fiendish, villainous CEO guy that money loves money. Really know, yeah, my did money. he mention he's in it for the money? <laughs> he yeah. just walks around going money, 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 money. <laughs> oh he's got like little b- sacks with dollar signs. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just got a
2: photo of Scrooge McDuck on his wall that says <laughs> goals. Goals. <laughs> to me, he's got he's got a meme of Scrooge McDuck <laughs> in 2011.
1: He's ahead of Yeah.
0: Yeah. Those are just nitpicks. Come on, give us a real plot hole. No. Yeah, what else you got? That's (laughs) That's not a a real plot hole. That's the
2: biggest one for me. No, because they acknowledged it and they they explained it away. I don't know. I don't buy it.
0: Yeah, you're not ruining this for us, Josiah.
1: I'm not not trying to ruin it. I'm just saying it's amazing that he kept his job.
0: Yeah, he's lucky, man. It's amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, sure. Lucky Franco. I want to ruin it.
1: It's a great movie.
2: Sounds like they probably should have fired the chimpanzee handlers, not James Franco.
1: I don't know.
0: Yeah, that poor guy. He was just giving them all death shots at the end of that day, right? I remember,
2: which is a great, a- great turn to force Franco to take one home, yeah, and raise it and teach it how to be smart. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <Is that laughs> teach it, it how to play. <laughs> teach it how to play chess, mm-hmm. which it will later, you know, use to strategize its takeover of the human race.
5: So, was he giving uh, the Caesar?
0: Medicine
5: like continually or was it just no. that he had the gene passed down or whatever it is? Yeah, Me
0: it's been yeah. passed genetically from bright eyes, his mom. Right. So
5: that's just a little bit.
0: Yeah, but the he explains in his notes that in the absence of degeneration the brain was able to just begin to like make its make new cells at an astronomical rate.
5: Okay. How does <laughs> um
0: She's right, she's that was with
2: bad. that was with the smoke, the whatever it was, the canister,
5: the
0: aerosol version. Yeah. So oh, wait,
5: oh, that's what I was gonna ask. How the rest of them got so smart, but the he yeah, he rolled it through the. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. But then what about like I don't know. I guess we're not talking about the second movie, but how did the the rest of them get so
0: Alright, smart? All right. Well, we'll get there in a second.
3: Well, I mean that is an interesting question because they go liberate these guys from the zoo and then go get the, some of them from the. Um, Laboratory, yeah. right? Didn't so them. he smoked. Uh, maybe he did. Uh, the he smoked them out. <laughs> he sm- he smoked all of them.
2: Yeah, they they got a couple extra canisters. They took into the jungle with them, the woods.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. They knew where to get them, and the yeah, place I mean, had been
3: wrecked. Me- I'm agreeing with Tyler. Like those things, it makes sense. You didn't see it happen, but you could you could get there. Wait, don't they? Based on what they gave he us?
0: sets the zoo animals free before they go to the facility. Yes. No.
2: After, Cause After cause oh. it's, the oh. zo- it's the zoo animals That are grabbing spears
0: Isn't it I don't rec- I, yeah, I guess, guess we can't I Identify they an ape, one their, ape From another yeah. I didn't make <laughs> them stand In a lineup or anything
2: Although That is that is a nitpick That I had <laughs> That these, these apes Are somehow Very organized As they're Swinging through the streets Of San Francisco And they all know Where they're going they all see Caesar standing on that trolley going over the hill, and they say, Yeah, we better just keep following him. And they just start hurling spears, which they're very accurate at throwing.
1: Well, they're used to throwing poop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my! Goodness. There it is. There, it See, solved it. Hey, let's <laughs> <build in> the plot. <laughs> <real>. it. <laughs>
2: let's get real.
0: No, they, they come out of that dome in this ape sanctuary, and Caesar points out where they're exactly they're going. I just assume that maybe apes have a great sense of navigation.
3: Sure. Okay. I mean, he found his way home from the ape sanctuary. And then found his way to the laboratory.
2: <laughs> found his way back, and then to the
0: zoo. zoo. Mm-hmm. Right, and he, he goes his way around town. At some point, somebody stops to spray paint the shape of Caesar's window on a street sign. Yeah. that's true.
2: They've they've already <laughs> uh, made that. They've already <laughs> made that their symbol for the cause.
5: <laughs> Wait, an aped it or somebody
4: as presumably
2: person? no, an ape had to do it. Picked up a can of spray paint Caesar, at Kmart.
3: Yeah,
1: why, why,
4: why front would front
3: you, you stop to do that? I would think they'd be in a hurry. Branding, man, branding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: a brand. Yeah. You know, okay.
0: Banksy had to start somewhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but the to go back to like mining out old uh, broad science fiction ideas and to get n- new in new and better territory in uh, Planet of the Apes Part Four, uh, Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, it's a movie that jumps for it. Th- th- they follow no rhyme or reason. It's like the first. Uh the second movie follows the original directly and then from there it's like here's another idea about Planet of the Apes here's a wacky idea about Planet but At one point and two of them like planets of the ape in space they <laughs> two of them go into the past to earth and they become celebrities and they like go shopping and get a hollywood star and stuff. it's yeah. just so awful but then it gets serious again with Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. And there's a bit of dialogue, as I recall, that happens, uh, just someone talking. You don't see this. It's not acted it out in the movie where the, it's the movie that explains the ape takeover that it, the rest of the franchise just presupposes. Well, at some point, apes took over. And uh, it's it's in a weird dystopian world where everyone has, like, a domesticated service ape. <laughs> and, uh, and they abuse them and make them be mon- monkey butlers, like on The Simpsons. You know, well, how many monkey butlers? One at first, but he'll train others. So they've got all these butlers. And then somebody <laughs> says, well, how did they take over? And this guy tells a story where he says, well, one service uh, ape named Caesar... Uh, eventually stood up and said a single word to his master that initiated the revolution they're like what was the word he says no and you're like whoa that's amazing that's a really cool premise the rest of this movie sucks why isn't that in the movie and uh and the apparently the filmmakers agreed and thought that's way more interesting than anything that happened in that movie so they just lifted that element and made that kind of like a crux point of where they developed their you know their rising tension and resolution to. I thought that was really smart. That's yeah, cool. but Maybe.
2: they they uh, these filmmakers they said let's actually use real apes. Well, I'm not, I know that's a funny gag. I'm saying <laughs> let's not dress humans like apes. Right. Because. That they look silly, right? It's just yes. ridiculous. I don't know. It's I've like seen, it's like in w- Congo. It's <laughs> <a> <laughs> it's, okay. it's like aliens in Star Trek. You know, they're all just we get it. You're just a human yeah. with a different Years. Makeup and ears makeup <laughs> ears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <are the> <laughs> <USs>. <laughs> uh, this guy, So we saw. Yeah, problem. this guy's <laughs> skin is different color, so he's no, no, an no, I don't alien. Think an ape. I think it's a guy <laughs> with some ears. <laughs> this guy's so, got a bumpy uh, forehead. He's got a I, bumpy I forehead. really appreciate their ambition to to make it feel more authentic and like realistic by actually
0: creating apes. Yeah, and at this point, motion capture apes what smeagol yeah. uh, or Gollum and yeah. the same guy. King yeah, Kong. It was Andy Serkis and King Kong, right? Peter Jackson. I guess we have Peter Jackson to thank for pushing the mocap live action uh, envelope. After Zemeckis just became obsessed with freaky kids movies, right?
2: <laughs> Christmas movies. Well, I
0: guess to be fair, they're not all kids. Uh, Beowulf was clearly for adults, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh,
2: and so they they took they took this concept. They brought in real apes, and they they decided to tell the origin story. Let's start from the very beginning. I thought that was a great idea and it worked really well, but then of course they had to figure out how to tell the story of an ape who loves humans and is that has been educated by humans, but then turns on humans. So that, that, uh, that shift in attitude halfway through the film where he gets taken from James Franco after being, in that encounter with the terrible neighbor and then he's exposed to the terrible conditions of this basic, basically an ape prison I thought it was a great way to do that yeah mm-hmm. now we have this complex uh, relationship in Caesar with humans and he's educated and he is organized <laughs> yeah <Okay. He's laughs> and it's incredibly uh, organized and it's just a terrible terrible coincidence that the same thing that educated the apes also killed the humans <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, Bummer.
2: <laughs> Poetic Justice.
0: <laughs> yeah, and you know, they it seems like in the with this prequel, they were kind of barely committing to the idea of tethering it to the original movie by having like the the space shuttle yeah. take off. Uh, on the news in the background. Hey, and we don't know right, what's yeah. going to happen. In Later war. in the film, you see like a newspaper that says like "Lost in Space." Like, wow, they're already lost. They're going to go through a time warp and
3: and there are a whole bunch of Easter eggs. Having just watched those movies throughout yeah. Rise yeah. of the Yeah the World
0: the, the the ape looking uh, worker at the sanctuary that Tyler is describing as looking like an ape. He's sitting around watching a Charlton Heston movie in one scene. And uh, Malfoy, Draco Malfoy's character says. <laughs> A couple of lines from the original movie like it's a madhouse and get your hands off me you you dirty ape all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Man, bad news for him. I always like he (laughs) spent so long playing one of the most hated characters that everyone disliked. You'd think he'd try to cleanse the palate and go for something a little more uplifting. But Yeah, the agent
0: like, calls like, we got you another role. Like, it's nah, not, it's, a, it's not a <laughs> Harry Potter movie. Great, <laughs> I'll in. take anything. We still <laughs> want <laughs> you to be that terrible guy, yeah. though. Just a Can different you accent. Be an they were, they're looking for absolute piece of crap.
1: <laughs> You're going to need to abuse some animals with an electric taser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: to impress yeah. impress. They're going to kill you
3: and the audience will celebrate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. Are you also a fan of Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Do you not understand why we're still going on about it? Do you agree with Mike that that scene was clearly stolen from Forrest Gump? Let us know by leaving a comment on this episode at youhatemovies.com.